Hello, everybody. Welcome to Interactive Investor Crypto Podcast. My name is Gary McFarlane. I'm the crypto analyst at Interactive Investor. And joining me today is Richard Ells, who's the chief executive of Electronium, which is a top 100 crypto um, and has been around since 2017. Hello, Richard. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm good. And there's been a lot of new developments at Electronium. I wonder if you could start off perhaps by. Um, telling us what your unique selling point is, given that there are 2,000-odd other yeah, crypto yeah, out right. there. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of, uh, you'll find there's an awful lot of uh, bandwagon jumping in terms of being 2,000. There may well be lots of tokens. It's very easy to set up something called an ERC-20 token and jump on someone else's blockchain. Yeah, the Ethereum. Actually, Ethereum that's um, it, yeah. Okay. So we've actually developed our own blockchain. Uh, we, we forked originally from Monero, which is a privacy coin, oh, but, yes. it, but it had some really cool features that we liked. Uh, the block sizes could change, and there was some very mm. funky things. Things. And then what we've done is we've developed out most of the privacy features, and we have uh, we've done all sorts of clever things with it to make it greener and more secure. So um, perhaps I'll, I'll cover some of those bits in a minute. Yeah. But uh, and then our, our unique selling point to, to, to get around to answering the question, I do apologise. No, it is really that we are a uh, we're all about smartphones and mm. making it really really easy for people to use. Uh, and access via a smartphone. Uh, yeah. uh, our app is in 20 languages, so we're really focused on the developing world, not uh, not the developed world. Okay, so um, initially you were a mineable coin. I came across you because I uh, had a developer account on Apple and there's a little app I could download on the slide and mine Electronium on my iPhone, one, <laughs> of, my, one of my old iPhones, yeah. Um, <laughs> But you've moved on from there, so we're now talking yes. about a new layer. That's it. Uh, so we, there were a few things that we didn't like about the pretty much the existing structure of, of cryptocurrencies, virtually all of them. Uh, they nearly all work on something called proof of work. Uh, it uses a huge amount of, uh, of electricity to, to, to create this hashing power. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's required because of the decentralized nature of the networks. You have to, to, to prove that you are a real entity that's working. And so that's how they work. But we, we came up with an idea that we, we wanted to be working on the ground with NGOs in, mm. uh, in a lot of these countries where we are. So we thought, well, these are trusted organizations. So um, what if we came up with something new? So we came up with this concept of uh, proof of responsibility where we... Uh, where we give the block reward, still a block reward on our blockchain, but the block reward goes to NGOs. So you can only you can only get to be part of our blockchain by being invited. And then we still have the sort of decentralized or, or distributed layer of NGOs mining. But then because there's only 12 or 20 of those entities, that's no problem for transaction volumes, but gets a little bit uh, worrying in terms of if somebody was, was hacked. So if somebody was hacked, we wouldn't want them to be able to monkey around with our blockchain. Mm -hmm. So we've added a, a new layer called the moderated layer, uh, and that monitors the activity on the blockchain and can immediately shut down NGOs, keys, mining keys, uh, if if they are compromised in any way. So yeah. quite, a, quite a few changes to to, uh, to to anybody's blockchain, actually. It's a very yeah. unique, very First unique. making it a lot more secure, because I know there's been yeah. some issues with some of the smaller projects yeah. not having enough uh, yeah, yeah, miners. Yeah. Well, so you can have a there's a really interesting site. I think it's called Crypto51 <clears throat> something. Mm. If you type Crypto51 into Google, you'll certainly find it. Yeah. And that tells you how much it costs to do mm. what's called a 51% attack on a cryptocurrency, yeah. and some of them are shockingly low. So, which is basically just for our 
listeners who are not familiar where uh, a bad actor can take over the network. Yeah, that's so right. So do you imagine the whole concept of, of nearly all cryptocurrency blockchains is that you've got a uh, a consensus. So the, the more people on the network uh, believe something is real and therefore it becomes the, the, the reality. And so if you can buy more than 51% of the hashing power on a network, you can you can speak the truth no matter if it's not the truth. So effectively you can write your own um, write your own uh, version of events. Okay. Um, and you can't do that on ours at all. 51% yeah. attack is absolutely not able to be done against electronic. Excellent. Um, I think I came across an analyst at Vice Ratings in the US who rate equities and they mm -hmm. have now taken on board rating crypto and he described electronium as one of those coins that doesn't really do a lot but you can mine it so i i spent a lot of time mining it so you've basically moved on from those days yeah it's not uh, publicly mineable anymore because uh we didn't really see that there was a great deal of benefit um for for our for the for the target audience that we've got mm -hmm. and now we've got ngos uh, that are getting the benefit it, it, we've already got some really exciting things going on there actually so we've introduced uh, huge organizations that, that had hitherto never looked at the crypto space and now they are getting some benefit at the moment mm. they're all just cashing it in well some of them are keeping some back actually but they're mostly just cashing it in for dollars and then using it in projects on the ground and some of those projects will actually uh, in the relatively near future I think become branded with electronic because they're, they're, they're keen to, to close that gap up with us mm. and the other thing of course we've done is by taking away that public mining we have massively uh, exponentially we reduced the um, amount of electricity that's required to run our blockchain which was again quite important to us we're, we're quite yeah, we're, important we're, to the world right. yeah well, indeed that's say. right we're, we're sort of an ethical cryptocurrency <laughs> we can't see how you can have something if we want we all want in the cryptocurrency community we want bitcoin to be 10 times its size 100 times its size 1000 times its size but do we want it 10 times 100 times 1000 times more hashing power it's quite a terrifying prospect because already you know hundreds of cities worth of power or something dumps into the bitcoin network it's a bit scary yeah sure um Okay, so let's get on to some of the product developments. Um, mm -hmm. I know that the big pitch is about the NGOs and what you're doing in the developing world, but mm -hmm. a part of that is um, getting involved in the uh, mobile top-ups. Yes, um, yeah. So you've just rolled a product out in Turkey, and I think you already have something up and running in Brazil. That's right, yeah. So we, we set off originally uh, with a little uh, thing called MVNO, mobile virtual network operator in South Africa, and we learned loads oh, and loads of lessons on the ground. And then we <coughs> launched with... Uh, uh, with a, a deal, a partnership deal that has enabled us to go live with four networks uh, in Brazil, which covers 95% of the population. So you can top mm. up, basically, if you're anybody in Brazil, you can top up your network airtime directly from ETN. And we've just launched the same thing in Turkey. Again, 95% mm. coverage of the population, nearly 100%. Actually. Mm. So the purpose of that is to give everybody a value for cryptocurrency. So if you if you're not speculating, you know, mm. if, so if you're outside that that 99% of, of people in crypto, if you're the 1%, so uh, of, of people that may be using it for, for real things, which is where we're trying to get, we're trying to switch that number around. Yeah. We're trying to take uh, we're trying to take the 1% of the population and turn it into the 99% of crypto. Crypto should be being used by people, yeah. but mostly it's just speculated on, which is, seems a shame because it's so cool and it does such great things. So, uh, so effectively what we've done is uh, we've made everybody that, that gets their hands on electronic have something that they can do with it. So then they get to understand this stuff is real, this stuff has a real tangible value. 
Uh, and then the next stage, which is coming very uh, shortly, and I apologise if I've jumped ahead on your questions, but we've got this uh, freelance economy site coming out uh, in Q4 of 2019. And that is similar to the sort of freelancer or people per hour or Fiverr. It enables people to list their digital skills and then uh, the people that buy them buy them credit card but uh, the remittance takes place to them in electronic, in ETM. Yeah. Uh, and bear in mind, most of these people, or a huge percentage of them, are unbanked. They can't yeah. even get a bank account. Yeah. So they couldn't possibly have PayPal, yeah. or yeah. they couldn't, so, so they, they couldn't work for freelancer or people per hour because there's no, there's no remittance facility. Yeah, sure. So it enables a huge swathe of, of the Earth's population to suddenly have a new way to earn money, which, uh, and when I say money, I mean cryptocurrency, something with value, I should say. Uh, and then, then we're working on deals in the back end to, to enable them to switch that back out into local fiat and or have more routes to spend it than just, you know, just topping up your yeah. mobile. Obviously, you need to be able to spend it on more things, but that, that's all coming. That sounds like a very exciting story because you sound like you are ahead of Facebook and it's Libra coin, which is stuck with the regulators and that could yeah. be stuck for some time, but yeah. you guys are already out there. Yeah, uh, and uh, their biggest problem, of course, is that they are fully centralized. Uh, wow. we, yeah, we have a bit of a centralized aspect now with this moderated layer. Uh, but our lawyers are comfortable with what we've done. Uh, but we still have this decentralized layer, so yeah. which Facebook don't. So if we got struck by a meteorite, uh, our, our blockchain would continue um, and, and everybody's value would still be stored on the blockchain. Whereas with Libra, because it's fully centralized, I think the, the regulators are slightly Either, either slightly have more control or the ability to, to, to impose more control or uh, or what have you. But look, I, I welcome Libra because it opens people's eyes to, yeah, sure. to what crypto can do. So And you guys are um, anti-money laundering compliant and you have all the KYC, uh, know your customer That's processes right. in That's place. Exactly right. so, yeah. uh, so again, we were the first people that did that. Um, we jumped on board with KYC and AML. We are a British company, you know, so we've got uh, rules and regulations we have to comply with. But but you're greater the first than that, British blockchain really, right? yeah, first yeah, homegrown or one of the first. Certainly, certainly the first British cryptocurrency. Yeah. There were a few other token projects okay. that, that jumped out, but 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 only with you know hundreds of, of users. Certainly not mm. the millions of users that we have. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we've uh, we've we've embraced regulation because ultimately we see that's where we think the whole crypto space is going to end up with uh, the, the the projects that are going to work are the projects that embrace regulation. Yeah, sure. Um, Okay, so the NGO pitch sounds quite exciting to mm. me because it's um, it's on message with uh, the new awareness about climate change and, mm. and green issues in, in general. Um, and you've also got a, a route into the global south and the developing economies where people can start to use ETN as money, which is what crypto is meant to be all about to go and actually buy stuff. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, we, well, our lawyers say, don't say it's money. Uh, you know, we, 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 we sort of steer away from it being money. It's it's something akin to money, yes. but it's, it's like money, but it's not money. <laughs> you know, uh, there's uh, there's always a lawyer with a with a sharp stick waiting to poke me if I say these things. But one thing that's important about that for the NGOs is that giving a, a freelance platform is one thing, but we, we also have uh, in the in the wings coming along is uh, an e-learning platform, so mm. which we won't charge for. So we are trying to enable people to learn a new skill for no cost at all, which they can then sell on the on the on the skill platform. So uh, I think uh, it's going to be exciting. And, the, and from an NGO's perspective, this is this sort of holy grail that they've been looking for for a long time—a way to introduce new money into an economy uh, without it getting tied up in, in red tape and regulation, and money that can end up directly with the end user. Albeit it's remittance based in in a cryptocurrency, 
money alternative. Okay, so you have about three million. Yeah, we've users, got about yeah, right? probably about three point two five million registered users. Right, okay. uh, in terms yeah, of actual active. actual active users, we've in, in terms of regularly active, probably about half a million. But we've got two million people that we consider active people. One okay. point, I think maybe maybe one point seven five million app installs. Mm -hmm. So uh, reasonable numbers, and uh, and things are only just really kicking off in terms of that viral growth. We've seen okay. huge viral growth. Tens of thousands of people a week are signing up in Brazil now, aren't they? And uh, we'll, we'll probably now. Start Start to see that happening in in Turkey, and our okay. percentage of people that are really using it is big mm. as well. I think we saw 25% of people were actually using the cryptocurrency to top up their fund. So That's impressive! It That's is a story it, it, that's it's not a story really itself. Yeah, yeah. We, we're just going to be analysing those stats and getting them together because it's yeah. it's starting to work. Okay, and your blockchain is very highly regarded. You have um, Scott Storenetta. That's correct. He was yeah. mentioned in the original uh, Bitcoin white paper. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, he is the scientist sort of, who's um, yeah. involved in building out some of the first blockchain. That's right. Technology. Designing blockchain right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And we uh, we had a great call with him, uh, and uh, we presented what we'd done. Um, I, I think maybe just after we'd done it, maybe just before. I'm not can't quite remember the timing, but but we uh, we we. We had a chat with him and showed him, and, and I was nervous because mm. you know this is the guy that, uh, that that started the whole thing, you know. Mm. And uh, uh, but he really liked what we were doing. He liked the fact we we're embracing uh, uh, regulation, which I wasn't sure if he would, and he most certainly did. And he liked what we were doing with this moderated layer and the mm. ability to, to, to defeat the uh, fifty-one percent attack. So yeah, it was great. Great. I know you guys are not in too interested in the, the price of uh, Electronium or ETN. I think is the ticker. But um, you've come down from an all-time high of 0.23 dollars, yeah. I believe, um, and you're now where are you at? Uh, 0.004087 dollars. Yeah, so about half a um, cent, I yeah. think. Yes. But having said that, apparently you raised something like 40 million dollars. Yes. Worth yeah. Of in, Bitcoin in Bitcoin and Ethereum, and Ethereum we, uh, uh, which we had a total pretty, so, mostly yeah. still in the bank or still on the hardware. In, in treasury. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, there's now some convoluted uh, multi-key process to to get access to it via lawyers and things. But yeah, ultimately uh, we, we we cash out in chunks when the market is good, yeah. and uh, currently we're sitting on about three million euros uh, in in stir, uh, sorry in in fiat and uh, and loads of with probably as much as the original uh, yeah. amount actually. Okay. In, uh, in cryptocurrency, presumably. so we're well funded. And what we yes. what we wanted to do, what you've seen with loads and loads of projects, is just pumping, pumping the price. And there, there are loads of people that shouted us to do that. Yeah. Uh, one, there would be massive regulatory issues as far as I was concerned with doing that. But not only that, but we we want to shout when we've got this thing in place, and we're getting there. We're very very close to having absolutely everything in place, and then we will be going absolutely crackers in terms of shouting about it, getting it out there, and people will be able to see what we're doing and the fact okay. that. We've done something that can change the world. Great. So you have the funds to um, put it into uh, gaining traction and yeah, getting, yeah. getting more customers and seeing that yeah. as the main, your main Rather than having So we, we spent two years, two years building this software. And if we'd have spent two years burning through $40 million talking about how wonderful we're going to be, uh, that may well have had a massive effect on the price. But what it wouldn't have done is given us the funds to finish the project and then support the growth of that project. So that's what it's always been about for us. Make something that's real, make something that works. And in terms of our long-term belief in the project, our long-term belief in the project is very, very strong. I'm never allowed to talk about price, but my belief in the project is extremely strong. So. Uh, you can draw from that what you will. Okay, great. Well, price is up 6% today, but we're not 
focused on pricing. We're, yeah. foc- we're focused on getting more users. So I said, oh, no, I should yeah. say Electronium is mm. focused on getting yeah, yeah. more more users. Oh, thank you very much for coming in, Richard. Thank um, you, Gary. And I should mention that uh, if you download the app, you yeah. you get given yeah. some yeah, Yes, you do. Yeah, you get a little bit of this. It's the whole concept. It. It's what's, what gives us our viral growth. Mm-hmm. We we reward users with a little bit of ETN so that they, they get a, a How bit much of is it? How much? Well, in the UK or mm-hmm. around the, the developed world, you're only be getting about 25 cents a month or something. Oh, it's peanuts. Yeah. But but in uh, in the developing economies where we go yes. live on the that ground, matters. it's that's more like $3. Yeah, no, that's no. a lot so of money. Yeah. It changes from place to place. and. And it has to be, from our perspective, it has to be enough to make sure that someone can top up their phone and realise this is Riv, and and Great. that's what's working. Well, thank you very much thank for, you. for coming in from Kent. Yes, where the organisation is based, I believe. It is indeed yep. sunny uh, Maidstone. Um, a sunny Maidstone. <laughs> it is very sunny today, isn't it? Not. Um, Great. Thank you very much, Richard. Thank you. And really uh, good luck with the project. Thank you. Cheers.